Welcome to Agents in the Spotlight. We're a podcast branching off of Asian Advocates, a youth-led organization that is dedicated to amplifying Asian voices. Agents in the Spotlight is created using Anchor, a free platform with tools that allow users to record and edit audio clips to create their own podcast. Anchor will also distribute your podcast across all platforms for others to listen to. Don't forget to follow Asian Advocates and Agents in the Spotlight on all of our social medias, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. This is the first discussion episode after our last podcast series. In this discussion episode, your host will be talking about learning changes and our career and college aspirations. Welcome back to Asians in the Spotlight. As noted before in our previous podcast episode, we'll be doing discussion episodes between the start and end of a, you know, a new podcast series. So we just finished our, um, our first ever podcast series, Asians in the Political Field, like two weeks ago, I think, or is it three? I don't even remember. It's been a while since we recorded. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited to be here with my co-host today. So I'm Lisa one of your co-hosts today. I'm Caitlin. I'm another co-host today. My name is Sandy and we'll be talking about the changes remote learning has brought to us and our own career plus college aspirations. Yeah so wait hold on before we get started let's like just catch up with each other because like we haven't like yeah spoken with each other in so long and I think our last the last time we ever like recorded uh, episode was like last month or something and like for me I haven't been on a podcast episode in a while so yeah let's just like catch up how's everyone doing you guys are gonna make fun of me probably because you guys live in New York but it got like like last week it was literally like 90 degrees or something but now it's like really cold it got so cold well, and like I'm just like 80? bundling all these <laughs> 60? it's like like 50 something bro but that's like, the best like, weather <laughs> already and it's like okay but that usually like never happens here like usually right now it's probably like the 60s or the 70s but right now it's like the 50s I just feel like I'm not used to that at all even though it's like not even that cold it's just like for us southern Californians it's like really cold yeah that's so. wild <laughs> well like for us I guess like when it reaches 90 I'm like dying so how about you, Sandy? How are you doing? It's been quite cold lately in New York. Quite yeah. cold in my eyes. Um, yeah, I think it's in an Asian cold. Uh huh. I feel like for, for yeah. me, the weather is not terrible. Like it was like seventy something degrees like this past week. Our weather's been like fluctuating. It's so weird. It was like thirty eight. Um, <gasps> And then, and then it was like 70 something the next day. It was like super weird. So yeah. In like New York, you can experience like a whole year seasons in like a week. And I hate that. And especially (laughs) because like the past, like the week before last week, it was like freezing cold. My mom didn't allow us to open the heater I was like freezing so I took like you know like those small heaters like that you can buy outside and I put Uh in my room and I was opening it all day and she's like I should have just opened the heater for the house because (laughs) this small heater is costing me more electricity money than opening the large one wow (laughs) well but now I don't use it because it's like 
back to normal finally yeah and then watch next week you're gonna have to use it again <laughs> so yeah um yeah. And I guess like for me I'm just breezing breezing chilling in school um yeah I think I yeah we just finished like our finals week they call it finals week but it's not like finals because we have a finals week like after each marking period and it's like so weird that they call it final midterms they're they're not midterms it's just exams like it's just exams yeah it's like so weird but yeah totally understand um i feel like all my teachers are cramming in exams this week because they have to get some before the marking period ends for me next week so totally understand i hate it as well so um to go into the podcast topic about remote learning changes for us i i was just wondering how do your schools operate i believe lisa is like similar to mine yeah i'm not sure about caitlin yeah for yeah so like Sandy and I are both in New York City for my school. We are, we have like the option, we had the option of uh, on all remote learning. And then the other option was obviously to go to school in like co- cohorts. I don't know if Sandy like, yeah, had, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So like for us, like you can go to school for like two times a week or, you know, all online, online school. So that's kind of like how my school is doing. I am, you know, doing remote learning because I don't feel comfortable going <laughs> going in. My school is like really confusing because we have like three different options. So we have like full remote learning, but then you have to go to like this virtual academy at like where you're not t- technically part of your own school anymore. Like it's just like all the other cities teachers like get together and teach you on this like virtual academy which doesn't make any sense that's so, like, so yes, weird i know and then there is wait what's the other one? Hybrid. Oh, and there's like hybrid yeah <laughs> there's hybrid and then oh no okay for high schoolers it's just two options that's why i was like confused yeah so the second option for us is just like hybrid so they cut down our school week from five days to four days so yeah every week we just have four days of school and then two of those days (laughs) two of those days are online and two of those we just like go in in cohorts like lisa said earlier and then for elementary schools i think it's because their schools are a lot smaller they can also do like fully traditional which is kind of scary but wait for little children yes i don't i have no idea who thought of these plans, but that's just the way it is. Wait, but how bad are the cases? Like, how is California doing in your area? Okay, I don't live in, like, a huge city, like, mm-hmm. LA or something. Like, LA, they're, like, all fully remote, because, just because there's, like, so many people and a lot of cases and stuff. But, like, <laughs> my school literally had, like, one case or, like, two cases. It's, like, not that much, so, Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't like the new, I don't like the way New York is doing it, especially how my school is. Like, New York City is, like, already such an urban city that, like, literally, Mm -hmm. if everyone went to school, definitely an outbreak would have, like, arose, like, really quickly. My school being, like, the largest school in New York of, like, 6,000 plus people, like, it was just, like, a matter of days where we would get a COVID case, and I was, like, I'm definitely not going back to school. If it was, like, a small school, in maybe 
in Brooklyn or somewhere, I think like I probably choose hybrid, but like transportation and all that, New York subways are disgusting. <laughs> um, it's just like a lot of difficulty. And my school has COVID cases. It came out like the first week, like there was like one COVID case already. Um, and all the teachers and students who were in the same class as that classmate basically are quarantined right now feel bad but our school has one remote COVID case and one hybrid COVID case right now oh wow yeah like same for us like I go to school with about 4,000 people so and actually like this past week there was one day where we got an email you know from the school saying like oh we have to close for 24 hours because there are two or more cases and I'm like or more so you don't even know you don't even know like who has these cases or like how many people have them and and then like once they cleaned whatever literally the school is open for one day and then they sent another email we have to close again for 24 hours because there's another case and actually like we had a teacher that who used to be my track coach and like he passed away like I, it was like the very beginning of quarantine and so it was like yeah the people in my area there's a lot of cases actually my zip code is one of the like is spiking right now it was either Cuomo or de Blasio who, who was like oh yeah in New York City um these are the zip codes that are like spiking right now and I was like oh that's where I went. cool that's cool so yeah that's that's tough like definitely like in New York City it's hard because everyone's so close together and like Sandy said like (laughs) the MTA and whatnot everyone's yeah you can't trust nobody you know (laughs) so let's like just talk about yeah remote learning in general how different is it uh, from the spring and now in the fall like how are you guys adjusting and stuff okay first of all before we even get into that not gonna lie I didn't expect this outbreak to be so serious and like a long time in the beginning because when it was in China it was like like all my relatives and like cousins in China they were only quarantined for like a month or something or like (laughs) one or two months before everything went back to like almost like normal but here okay I think I lost track of time I can't even believe how it's been like eight months already Bro, in four months, it will be March again. So we would have been, like, staying inside, like, in quarantine for a year. I know. That's not getting better. I know. Yeah, I definitely didn't expect this to happen, like, when we first got into quarantine, because our announcement was, like, oh, we'll only be in quarantine for, like, two or three weeks, and then after spring break, you guys will come back to, like, normal learning. But, like, little did we know back then. But, yeah, anyways, besides that, When we first got into distance learning, all our, like, semester grades turned into, like, pass-fail. So, instead of, like, yeah, like, A, B, C, D, whatever. So, yeah, I guess that just, like, incentivized a lot of students, like, maybe, like, take it easier, like, slack off a bit. So, So, those days were, like, really chill and stuff. And then on top of that, I know a lot of students during the spring semester had to go to like zoom classes but we never did we just had to do like our own work at our own pace but like now in the fall since we since now we know that we're just going to be like stuck 
on distance learning for like a majority of the school year too, probably we like online Zoom learning and the hybrid schedule I told you guys earlier about. And then, yeah, we, we have like normal grades now too. So that's just how it is right now. Yeah, um, so for me, when when New Year closed down in like March 13th, 15th, I don't remember which date, um, they told us we'd be back by like end of April. That didn't happen. We're so remote right now, which is kind of funny. Um, back last year, spring semester last year, we basically had full classroom setup and teachers would just assign work at the beginning of the day and we just had like 24 hours to finish it but now it's like we actually have zoom calls lessons and and all that which is like totally different from how it happened um last spring i think i haven't gone out i've only gone out once since march and that was a 10 minute car yes once (laughs) um wait wait, what all these weeks like every single you just don't step outside of your house (laughs) wait what about no (laughs) no i'm not going outside (laughs) you should go outside and like hug a tree or something oh my god if you count the fact that i go out like on my doorsteps to get my amazon packages maybe if that counts um other than that no (laughs) <laughs> you know you went out like, once insane. okay i go out like every other week or something to like get groceries with my mom yeah or yeah and even then like oh my god yeah sometimes i'll just like have to you know like a bike ride down several blocks or something that's like to get some air you should try that no, no. <laughs> i'm i'm ultra 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 oh safe oh my god that's um yeah so going back I only went out once during quarantine that was because I moved I had a 10 minute car ride from my old house to my new house I wore the mask on the I wore a mask on the car yeah I was ultra safe my parents thought I was crazy for not going outside because my sister she still goes out um with my mom's get groceries Mm -hmm. and all that and shopping etc but I don't go out at all um it's safer this way (laughs) but anyways I feel like remote learning the spring and the fall, like, they both didn't have much of an impact on me because I feel like I'm coping with remote pretty well by not going outside. So I think I'll be fine with remote. And I feel like I, I like remote a little bit better, especially since um, transportation to my school, especially um, through MTA subway is, like, just much more, saves much more time. And whoever goes on the MTA subway knows that the subways are never on time so yeah wow that's crazy but yeah I agree with you like with the whole um, like traveling back and forth from school uh, I don't miss that at all and also like I can wake up like if I mean this doesn't happen often but if I were to wake up like late I could just be like oh my god <laughs> like in two more minutes like I have two more minutes left and I could just like pop open and I'm like oh I'm in class you know what I mean <laughs> like um yeah. so I like that part and I kind of agree with Sandy uh I low-key like remote learning better um maybe it's just I don't know but at the same time like I obviously I don't want this pandemic to keep going on like I, I would like to see my teachers and whatnot and I guess my friends too but <laughs> um but yeah I feel like I'm adjusting much better in you know now in the fall than in the spring because like in the spring I was like 
kind of like what Caitlin said. I mean, it's not that our school changed anything like to pass or fail, but I was supposed to take, uh, so like in New York, we take something called the Regents. So, which only applies to New York, which is like really stupid. But basically we have like these classes like for math and science and English, like you have to take these Regents, which is like an exam that's like, if you pass this, you get to get an advanced regents diploma, you get to go on to the, like the next level of science or math or whatever. And, you know, in the spring, I had to take like six regents and I was dreading that, you know, my junior year. And I'm just, I'm so glad because like, I didn't have to take them because they canceled the regents. So I was like, <laughs> really happy, but like, I feel like because of that, I also lost like my momentum to like work hard in, in school. So, yeah, like, I feel like in the spring, I slacked off a lot, but then now I'm, like, a lot better because we actually have to go to, like, our Zoom calls or whatnot, but in the spring, like, they never enforced that because there was no, like, actual plan. Like, New York City did not know what they were doing. So, like, you know, within, you know, talking about, like, our teachers and stuff, and, like, a lot of teachers at my school quit, so that was hard for them. <gasps> to yeah, they, it was... It was kind of weird. And then, like, the teacher union, teachers union was about to, like, go on strike. They were like, if you don't give us enough time to, um, to, like, prepare ourselves, then, you know, we're going to go on strike, whatever. And that's why our first day of school was, like, on September 16th. They, like, kept pushing it. But, mm. yeah. So, like, yeah, just all in all, I think it's, I'm adjusting much better now. So, yeah, just, like, about, uh, I mentioned a little bit about, like, teachers and stuff. So, is it hard for you guys to learn or like connect with your teachers? For me, I, I guess it's a lot easier for me versus you guys because I'm doing hybrid schedules. So I still get to like see my teachers in person twice a week. But I will say that even though like it's so convenient just to be able to like wake up like five minutes before class and just hop on a Zoom, it's still like really difficult to communicate with your teachers, I guess, and like classmates as well. Cause I have some teachers, they're like on their Canvas page, they're like, oh my gosh, if you need anything, like email me and I'll like, like email you back right away. I'm always here for you or whatever. They just say that sort of stuff. And then I email them and it takes them like four or five days to respond. Or some of them just like never like respond to their email. I'm just like, okay, you know, this is like, I'm not saying they're like bad people, but like it's just really inconvenient for us now because this is like one of the only ways we can actually communicate with each other safely. And they're just like not really being like, I don't know how to explain it, but they're just like not, not like being calling. committed. To yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that part's hard for me as well. And in addition, like doing group work. So I'm in yearbook at my school and then we have like deadlines every month or whatever and then the way my team does it is that we split into like pairs to do each like page or like section or spread of the yearbook and then it used to be able to be like oh if we were doing it in class we could just like walk up to the other person and work together but now we're like all in zoom and then even with breakout rooms it's like so many people talking over each other it's hard to like I don't know, directly communicate with like specific people on Zoom just because we can't go to like a different like corner of a classroom or something like that, if that makes sense at all. Yeah, that's really tough. And like even like for our yearbook club as well, um, like usually 
the yearbook people would take pictures of students, you know, for the yearbook. Yeah, but then now, like, each student has to, like, submit their own pictures, like, take their own photos, so it's, like, it's definitely a lot harder to, like, do that. Just, like, yesterday, I got a message from our, like, editor-in-chief, too. She was, like, oh, since our photographers, we only have, like, we don't have enough photographers this year, and they're all seniors, so they can't get to, like, every single, like, lower class, like, lower level classes so they're just like oh if you're in a class you should just like take your own phone out and take pictures of what you're doing in class in your classes yeah. and i was like oh, I feel that's like so awkward yeah something. that's true <laughs> no it's like, like, oh my gosh. but like you gotta do what you gotta do mm-hmm. you know special circumstances yeah um it's something different going remote especially since my teachers don't respond to my emails either. I hate that. Um, it happened this spring as well, and I figured it out because my gym teacher, I'm not going to say his name, he never replies to my emails, and his directions are unclear. At least that's what my me and my friend group thinks. Maybe he thinks it's clear. But his directions are unclear, and I never understand his assignments. I email him all the time. He never replies, and I get, like, failings on the um, his assignments. It, like, failings, like it's fine because it was like maybe one failing and previously we had probably like 10 20 assignments in so it was like okay but um i hated that um and because it's gym like you don't want to fail in gym it's an easy subject um i figured out a way for him to revise my emails I, i would put important in all caps with brackets around at the beginning of the subject of my email and he'd actually open up and reply to me so I was like, I figured it out. He actually replied to me. Me and my friends, like, we started using that strategy and he replied to every single email. And I was like, yes, I'm so smart. I did it. He actually replied. <laughs> that was, like, something that I figured out during remote learning. Um, as for my teachers now, I feel like they don't really know us a lot well because my group, like, our cohorts are split into remote and hybrid and basically everyone in my classes are remote in that sense so um in the beginning of the school years like we used to turn our cameras on everybody was like participating in the first few classes of the school year there was like at least someone to turn their camera on right and it's it's better when you turn your camera on because I might just be in my bed and laying down if, like, I don't turn my camera on, especially if it's, like, 8 a.m. in the morning. But, like, um, right now, no one turns their camera on, so I don't do it either. The teachers are so lonely. They say, like, you guys are giving us such a hard time because all I see is little black squares. I feel bad for them as well, but I don't want to turn my cameras on unless it's, like, extra credit or something, which some teachers do. But, yeah, um, cameras and audio it's really hard and teachers hate um chat zoom chat (laughs) as well especially we take like a long while to type in our answers and stuff but um things are getting worse in my opinion especially with cameras and audios and connecting with teachers yeah our school also has office hours and um love it too yeah yeah i think you guys all have it right hopefully yeah yeah (laughs) So our office hours are 20 minutes long. Last year, it used to be one hour long. I think they cut it this year. One, one reason was because, you know, this year we actually have schedules and actually have classes up until that point. But also last year, 
whenever I went to office hours, I was the only one there, and I dreaded the moment because because yeah. when you go in there, teachers are really happy that you are in there, but then when you leave, like you don't know how to say goodbye. Like you feel like I feel like I'm sorry for the teachers. Like I'm leaving the teachers to be alone there, in the stand. So um, I hated <laughs> office hours last year, but like this year, what's different is that good like not good teachers, but classes that are harder. For example, AP classes. Everyone goes to their office hours, and it's twenty minutes long. So we never like. So she doesn't. My teacher doesn't really um, go through every student, which is kind of sad. But also, if classes that are like easier, no one goes, and I go, and I'm the only one there, and also hate it as well. And what I hate is that some teachers they leave you in the waiting room for the whole twenty minutes. It happened to me once where whole 20 minutes of the office hours I was in the waiting room and then she ended the meeting afterwards I don't think she recognized me life is sad but yeah so it's definitely different with like reaching out to teachers this year mm, yeah for sure like on the topic of like connecting with people how are you doing with like connecting with your friends because I for me like it's kind of difficult because um yeah I mean I still talk to some select people, but it's, like, I don't really stay connected with my acquaintances, you know, like, the people that I would walk, in, you know, to classes with, like, last semester, you know, when we were actually in person. Um, I don't really, like, talk to them as much anymore. I'm just, like, you know, but with the people that are closer in my circle, obviously, like, we talk more and stuff. So that's, like, for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same. I only really, like, yeah, I think I cut down the people I, like, interact with, I, like, talk with, now it's just, like, mostly, like, really close people, and I don't know if it's just me, but, like, during quarantine, I feel like I got more introverted, like, I used to, like, talk to so many people, and, like, I don't know, like, hang out with people, but then now, I just feel like I don't even want to, like, go outside anymore, I just, like, oh, staying yeah. home is, like, so comfortable or whatever, like, I don't feel like I want to, like, even if, some people are like, oh, do you want to hang out with us? I'm just like, oh, it's okay. I just want to stay at home. Yeah, and oh my Never. gosh, like, just, like, real quick, though, I I got to, like, you know, go to a socially distanced, like, event, and mm-hmm. it, it was, like, you know, a few people, don't worry, but I, like, forgot how to talk to people. I was so <laughs> awkward. It was, like, you know, like, in a regular conversation, just, like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm, like, I don't know what to do with my face. <laughs> like, what do I, like, how do I act? I'm, like, just, bro, but just being inside for so many, you know, for most of this year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> seriously, it sucks. <laughs> Forgot how to, like, interact and, like, being more awkward. <laughs> but, yeah, I totally, I totally get that, Caitlin. When you text people, like, you can, like, actually have time to, like, think of a res- response or, like, respond later and stuff. And also, some people, I don't know why, they're, like, easier to talk to through, like, text or, like, online than actually, like, in person. But, like, versus when you meet people in person, you have to think of, like, good things to say on the spot or else it's going to get, like, really awkward, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I just wanted to, like, say that, too. Yeah, that's definitely like I feel the same um with friends right now I've only been virtually meeting my friends like through video call or something for like one of my friends and I've only met with her like twice otherwise we text and I text with my other friends as well unless it's like meetings like um Asian advocates Asian spotlight meetings they actually connect but I feel like definitely connecting with friends is difficult but texting is 
not a bad option. It's just like you go on your phone, text on Instagram, and then you scroll to Instagram for an hour and you waste your time. Um, that's definitely like a little bit of the downside. <laughs> but yeah, um, as for school, like in in-person learning also has like you know extracurriculars and clubs where we would have connected with like a larger community if we were like you know back to normal times but like right now for my school sports are all canceled until like um spring and clubs and extracurriculars are all um remote and it feels especially awkward when we do it across Zoom because sometimes like the executives of the club or they're presenting something and they're asking any questions and then they wait and then no one asks and there's like an awkward silence. You understand? Um, especially when guest speakers come in, it feels like more awkward because the guest speakers, they have like a Q&A session, but then no one's asking questions. Mm-hmm. So that's not really weird. And um, clubs as well like I joined a club and I was the only one in the club that excluding the advisor and the president and I was the only one at the meeting and it was like really really weird because they basically had the whole presentation made and it was only towards me so yeah um what about you guys with clubs that's that's tough man (laughs) oh my god yeah um, but yeah, like for me, I mean, same with Sandy, New York City canceled, like, um, all PSA on sports, and yeah, like, I, I guess until spring, so, and then for clubs and stuff, for my school, we're not really doing clubs. I mean, for our school, I guess it's, like, really similar to Sandy, like, all the clubs are remote or something, and then for some, like, our school isn't really publicizing them well enough, I feel, because I... There's, like, clubs I wanted to join last year, but now I don't even know where they are because they, like, disappeared. I can't find the Zoom link. Yeah. The school doesn't say anything mm-hmm. about, like, the clubs and stuff and all that. And then there's, like, a lot of clubs where they have, like, like in-person activities you're supposed to do, but now they're all remote, so it makes me really sad. Like, two weekends ago, I was supposed to go to, like, a conference in Sacramento and, like, be there for, like, a long weekend or something and, like, meet new people, like, all over California. I was, like, so excited for that, but then it got turned into remote, so I was, like, pretty bummed out about that. That's so sad. Um, There's many opportunities missed out because of remote learning. I definitely feel that. Um, I know a lot of people's summer internships and stuff, they all got canceled because of COVID. We all want to go back to normal, so, like, wear your mask. I hope that you wear your gloves. I hope that you take covid procedures whenever you go outside yeah yes and then be sure not to like hang out with like 50 other people or whatever so yeah social distancing mm-hmm. keep your circles close and mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure um so just wrapping up you know the topic of remote learning let's talk a bit about our future aspirations like college and yeah, our career paths or what we're planning i know for I think I'm the oldest one here um, applying to college right now. And Sandy, Sandy and Caitlin, wait, you guys are sophomores? No, Sandy's a freshman and Caitlin's a sophomore, right? Wait. I'm a sophomore. <laughs> Caitlin's a junior. Yeah. Oh my God. We moved into a new school year, Caitlin. Um, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Um, 
it's early. <laughs> Isn't it like 1 p.m. there or something? <laughs> anyway, we're moving past. So I'm a senior and I'm currently in the process of like applying to colleges and stuff. Um, I know you guys like have some time to think about it. So what are your, what are you guys thinking of like majoring and studying in college? I feel like that's like literally like most of like basically like I think about that stuff like college every day because yeah I know I'm a junior but like next year once like the latter half of next year I'm just gonna be in your position Lisa so I'm just like I don't know I'm really nervous about it but I think I should just stop thinking about it too much I'll just go with the flow you know but Mm -hmm. anyways um I'm thinking about going into like political science or like public policy policy something related to like government or like social sciences if that makes sense yeah just I don't know I just really find it really interesting and then I just feel like if you work in the government or like some similar position you can like use your position to like make a positive impact on the lives of other people and I just find that really cool and I really enjoy doing stuff like that so yeah what about you Sandy so I am interested in finance and econ. I know there's like the stereotype of like, you know, how Caitlin is doing politics. It's like you either do good or you either do bad for the country and the community that you're in. Business is like you're shady, you're a bad person, all you want is money. But I'm so interested in it because um, I actually participated in a virtual stimulator of the stock market where we invested money. And although I didn't perform really well in the rankings, um, I enjoy the process of it. So I think that's what I want to do in the future with finance and econ. Yeah, yeah Lisa. It's really cool. Um, can't wait to see you working on Wall Street or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like for me, I'm currently like majoring, well, applying to major in public relations. I really mm-hmm. like... Uh, kind of like marketing but public relations is more of like background internal stuff so Mm -hmm. that's my plan um yeah and so let's just like talk really quick about like the schools that you guys are interested in because I'm curious um but yeah I guess like for me right now my top like choices I guess like the schools that I actually care that whether I get in or not is Chapman University which is near where Caitlin lives like Southern Yeah, I really love that school. Oh my goodness. But it's really expensive. So if I don't get any money for it, I'll be really upset. But yeah. Um, so Chapman University, Boston University, and Penn State. I mean, Penn State, I'm like iffy on, but like, um, I would like to get in. Um, but yeah, Boston and Chapman are like my top. Choices. Oh my God. If you come to Chapman, you should totally visit me. We should yeah, hang out, like, I know. Live. Oh yeah, my God. And I'll take like Sandy oh. in my suitcase or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And Disney, Disney is like near Chapman. Yeah, Disney so close. Yeah, so I'll like, the beach too. Yeah. Um, yeah, after quarantine, we can ping out in New York as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll fly you out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully everything goes back yeah. to normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, well, since I live in California, like UCs are a really great option for me because they're like cheap and they're also like pretty, like really good. I yeah. really want yeah. to get into like UCLA because I just, I'm just like a city person, you know? Mm. 
like I just like yeah LA is like really cool too so I'm like not entirely sure I'll be able to get in but I just like really want to try and then also NYU but like NYU is really expensive too so yeah and then also same with Lisa Boston University and Northeastern because actually my parents went to those schools so I don't know I just and last time I visited Boston I was actually born in Boston and I really like the city even though it's like really cold but like yeah (laughs) wait you remember the city like you lived in Boston for or oh I was like I I was born there for a couple and I just stayed there for like a couple of months so like I don't remember and then I flew back to China and then I came to Irvine wow gave my location for like wow international worldwide traveler That's crazy. Yeah. How about you, Sandy? Yeah, so business-wise, realistic schools, like like Caitlin talked, NYU Stern School of Business, it's it's a pretty good business school, and definitely it's kind of expensive, one of the most Mm -hmm. expensive non-Ivy League schools, which I think is crazy. But anyways, yes, NYU is a good realistic choice, and I think um, University of Michigan is also a good choice for business as well so those are like I want to like those are my goals yeah like my dad graduated from NYU and like they like both my parents were saying were telling me like they want me they can see me in NYU and like whatnot and I'm like I I don't want to stay in New York (laughs) Um, really I'm playing I want to get out uh, of here you know but yeah, like, it's interesting that you guys both were thinking of NYU. So, yeah, just, like, wrap up this episode. Um, just, like, for all of our listeners out there, I think most of our listeners are actually, like, in high school, I think. Like, we have mostly youth listening. So, mm-hmm. for anyone who's applying to college or thinking about, you know, what they want to do with your life, you know, just know that everything, you know, has its own timing. And if you don't know what you want to do, don't worry. You know, there's people out there who can help you and whatnot there's a lot of resources out there on the internet especially because like we're all online now you know you can always um yeah like even dm us i feel like like for me i'd be okay if you guys <laughs> if someone were like ask me questions about like applying yeah. to college even though like i'm in the process right now like you know we can suffer together so i think <laughs> yeah it'll be good but yeah. yeah just you know don't don't overstress and yeah, everything's gonna be okay in the end. Like mm-hmm. everything has its own pacing. Yeah. Like if you don't achieve all your goals like right now, that's fine because mm-hmm. especially if you're like not even an adult yet, you still have so much of your life ahead of you. So yeah, just like don't stress out so much. And just on that note, that just marks the end of our first discussion episode about our own experiences with remote learning and our future aspirations. So Thank you so, so much to whoever is listening to this episode, and we hope to see you back again with our next episode. Thank you for listening to Asians in the Spotlight. If you would like more of our work, feel free to find Asian advocates on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For podcast updates, find us at Asians in the Spotlight on Instagram. For now, you hear us again next Saturday with another discussion episode.